Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. And now... Join Kevin Hart as he dives into the minds of some of the world's funniest comedians. This is Comedy Gold Mines with Kevin Hart. Welcome, world. Welcome to an all-new episode of Comedy Gold Mines, where we do what? Well, we get inside the minds of amazing comedians, and oh my God, what amazing minds they are. Some more amazing than others, some a little more in-depth than others. Ultimately, they all come from a place of funny. That funny takes you to a place of scary. Sometimes that scary gets dark, but then the dark eventually gets to a light. This podcast is all about it. Today's guest, you know what? Today's guest I'm excited to talk to because I don't know where the interview could go. Uh, Funny guy, he is. Risk taker, he is. A man who has created his own lane doing his own way. I'm talking about Eric Andre. How are you, sir? I'm good. How are you? I am good, man. Uh, You look great. Thank you, man. I appreciate that, Eric. You getting good? You getting good sleep? Eight hours a day? Uh, no, I don't get no fucking eight hours a day. You sleep eight hours a day? No, I, I can't. I got, I got insomnia, man. I can't sleep. Really? Really? Bad, do you bad. really have insomnia, or are you saying that you have insomnia? No, I'm not doing a bit. I really do. It's really bad. Like, like, how bad? You don't go to bed at all? I got I, I, I need like so many potions and pills and such wizardry to get like really? a few hours. I got melatonin and Benadryl, and then I like nibble a Xanax, and then I feel guilty. I'm eating Xanax too much. For you to, for you to get rest, is it because, um, you know, of course, the nightlife that surrounds a comedian is one that's fast, it's exciting, et cetera, and we get, we get built off of being up for those crazy hours. Is it because of that over the years, or you've always? That's part of it. It's just also too much caffeine. Caffeine. It's caffeine, it's anxiety, it's all that shit. Ah, anxiety. There you go. Now we get into it. Yeah. You suffer from anxiety? Yes, sir. Really? Bad? Half of me is black, but the other half is Jewish. Okay. All right. There it is. Are you familiar with the Jews? I am familiar with the Jews. There's a couple in our industry. I do a lot of I do a lot of business with the Jews. I have a lot of respect. Come to synagogue with me. <laughs> come go with you. If you want to if you want to be bored out of your fucking mind. Well, come hang with you. Come hang come hang with me. <laughs> I got an extra yarmulke for you. How long have you been doing comedy, man? Eighteen years. Where you from? Boca Raton, Florida. Get the fuck out of here. Boca Raton. I've been to Boca Raton several times, man. Several times. They got a comedy club there that I used to go to to work out. Boconuts? Yes. Yes. I would go there to work out, uh, get ready, you know, before going on tour, before, you know, going to theaters or arenas. You know, you got to find your your spots where you're able to get, like, crazy reps in, but you get some of everybody. How do you play an arena? Like, I'm like, I'm happy to just, like, do the chuckle fucking Possum Ridge, Arkansas or whatever. <laughs> you're playing fucking, you get, like, helicoptered into a soccer stadium in Dubai. I, I love it. I love it, man. I think that... um I think for me, it's all about making those crazy, 
those crazy environments, those crazy settings, and I've talked about it on this show before, as intimate as possible. Why are you doing? Why are you doing this podcast? You're so rich. Take like five years off. Why, but why? Go to Bermuda. You got like twenty kids. You got about four hundred million dollars. Why? Where, where's you're the, like Jeff Bezos of comedy? Where's the fun in that? If I were you, I would just be eating heroin-soaked grapes in a hammock right now. Heroin-soaked grapes. Jesus yeah. Christ, Eric. Well, I'll tell you what. You wouldn't be around. That's a lot of grapes. It's grapes coming bulk. <laughs> I'm in bulk. You'll be out of it fast. I like. Like, no, you know what I like, man? I like I like finding things to be excited about. You love working. It's not just the work. It's the it's the joy that comes with the new of finding new levels in work. So for me, you love that. You love that adrenaline. Yeah, like I, I feel like comedy comedy has opened up so many doors, right? And it's so many more that can be opened up. It just depends on how many knobs you want to turn. Uh, you know, pause if, if that got a little flavored there. But you know, um, <laughs> this here is fun because. You know, I, I have such a high level of respect for the craft of comedy, and I like to talk to people that enjoy it. I like to talk to people that um, are surviving off of it and only it. And just just seeing where their heads are, see where their minds are. Well, I work at Starbucks four days out of the week, so. That's pretty fucking dope. If you did that, by the way, <laughs> if you did that, by the way, are you talking about one of the best, one of the best digital shirts that you could possibly think of if it's you pursuing comedy yes you have your tv yes you have your movies that you develop and that you've written and been a part of but you've always just had a thing for customer service and I, monday and through pumpkin spice lattes <laughs> monday through thursday you took I'm a training there. course uh just to know how just how to know how the inner works of starbucks gets down man you ended up landing mm -hmm. in a nice position you're a manager you're a fucking manager. Killer job, killer benefits. I'm in the assistant. I'm the assistant night manager. Oh yeah. my god, the the joy and what that could bring. Yeah. How did you come to the place of saying, you know what? I'm not afraid to go as far as possible uh, in the space of comedy. You are, you are a guy that will do it for the laugh. Like you know, and and I feel like there's a personal joy that you get out of going so far and having the shock. And there's only a couple people that could do that, right? Like when you talk about comedy, there's only a couple people that could do that. You know, you remind me of, you remind me of um, Kaufman. You know, when you, when you talk about his story, when you talk about the guy that lived in the seriousness of a bit and played with the idea of never coming out of the bit and being in the bit to where people didn't know if they were a part of the bit or if the bit was over yeah. or if you were being an asshole or what. Andy Kaufman just had people on their toes forever. You got that. You, you got this thing. Yeah. And it's a new version of that. It's not a, a copy of what was. It's your version of that. Have you ever, have you ever realized that? Have you ever thought about that? Yeah, I mean, Kaufman's a influence for sure as far as like doing that kind of gonzo fully committed you, you well when you're doing hidden camera pranks or any prank based thing your only option is to be fully committed because as soon as the people you're pranking smell a rat or they see some suspicious behavior it's over it's over so it's it's kind of by force and by the medium you know it's like a requirement so it's not I'm not like uh, some Daniel Day-Lewis motherfucker, like, I must commit at all times. I'm just like, I'm going to lose this amazing prank 
if uh if i don't commit so but and it's terrifying it's never easy because like people are, are brandishing weapons you know what i mean people have pulled out guns and knives on yeah them. you've had some go bad that's some go bad you, you've had some go dark going bad is going good going bad in the shoot is pain in the pain in production is pleasure in post-production that's my that's my mantra mm. Mm. What's the scariest one? Me and Rel did a movie called uh, Bad Trip with Tiffany Haddish. It was like a hidden camera prank movie. Very funny. And uh, we, Rel and I did a prank where our characters, are, our penises are stuck in a Chinese finger trap. Mm -hmm. And we went into this barbershop in the hood in Atlanta. And we asked this polite young barber who was in the middle of cutting hair cutting hair his profession yeah lining lining a customer up as they say and we just politely asked him for a pair of his scissors to cut our penises out of a chinese finger trap at our day they were prosthetic dicks but they look realistic so we're stretching them back and forth and we're begging this guy we're like please can you get it use those scissors and cut us out of this thing but to this guy just thought we were like this like eccentric eccentric gay Cirque du Soleil pervert couple in his establishment oh where God. he's trying to keep customers oh here. Like, like oh and he's like, oh, he went into, he went from zero to a hundred in like this murder rage, like, oh, hell no. And then he grabbed, he later told us he was grabbing in his bag for his gun. Oh he said God. it was one of the only days he forgot to bring his gun to work. He grabbed a knife and chased us out and me and rel are like stuck at the dick in this contraption and then the thing snapped and rel ran a, like rolled under a parked truck i ran for my life and my security guard who looked like blade i'm looking like we had a we had a code word the code word was popcorn if i say popcorn that means ends the bit please end the bit yeah i was so nervous i had so much adrenaline i kept saying goosebumps. you forgot. I forgot the safe word oh my god so i was going i was going goosebumps 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 and he's looking at me the guy's chasing me with a knife i'm like goosebumps and then he's like that's probably popcorn and he like grabbed the guy and then the guy was cool we we they were like cut cut it's a hidden camera prank and the guy once he saw the cameras come out of their like hiding places he was like, oh, hell no, y'all are hilarious. And like signed the release form. He's like, when's this come out, man? <laughs> He's like, I'm about to kill you. <laughs> this is this is like, it, it's crazy because we I did, a, I did something in Venice one time that was like a hidden, hidden camera thing, right? And it was just like for the prank. And I remember in doing it, you know, we came across a, a crazy person and Vince, and and coming across this crazy person, it was like, yo, we're doing a bit, and the crazy person's eyes are just different. I, mm. I, <laughs> yeah, I stopped it immediately, yeah. Eric. I stopped yeah. it immediately because I said, I said, hey man, I can already tell that you're going to go to a different place just because of your eyes. Yeah. So let's just stop it now. It's a hidden camera show, and we were looking to do a bit. But I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't see this bit being successful. Like he has such a crazy look in his fucking eyes, and you know this is where I commend you because you're you're going full throttle with these things, and you can fucking see it. I know you see it. I know you see it before it gets to the point of of crazy. Like you're talking about walking into a barbershop in the hood, you know, with connected dicks. Not the not the yeah. not the most welcoming environment for that. <laughs> right? so it's, like, it's like oh shit oh shit um but this is this is what you do very well man you know the movie that you're talking Thanks. about referring to uh very funny you guys pulled off some really really 
um, authentic, authentic, crazy uh, pranks and doing the show. And I love the take on it. I love how, you know, the, the, the characters um, were so fucking grounded, although you're acting. It's like, you know, you did a full-fledged movie within it. This is almost like your, your fucking genre, right? Like you're creating yeah. a, a new version of genre. Is that something that you realize as well, that you cracked the code on something that didn't exist at that consistent level? Well, thank you, man. I appreciate that. You know, our blueprint, there's only a couple of movies before us that had that kind of thing. And it was Borat and Bad Grandpa. And thank God I had access to Jeff Tremaine, who created, who, who co-created Jackass and directed all the Jackasses and directed and wrote Bad Grandpa, co-wrote Bad Grandpa. And he was our mentor through the whole process. And he was like the, the Papa Bear producer on the thing. And he told us all the trials and tribulations of all the jackass movies and bad grandpa and everything they went through. And then halfway through the movie, thank God I buddied up with Sasha Baron Cohen and he was really sweet and he invited us over to his house and we showed him a really mm. rough garbage cut of the movie and he really like helped us with some finishing touches ideas. So those are kind of my uh, forefathers because they went through, mm -hmm. I mean, both, I mean, they both had the same story too. Like Borat, the first Borat, Sasha was like, Fox was ready to pull the plug on the movie the entire time. Like the early cuts of the movie were garbage. Like I needed to reshoot after reshoot. Really? Yeah, he really had to put it together. And then, you know, in the end, it made $200 million and it was a hit one Oscar. So uh, I really am fortunate to have access to those guys who really had to go through this Shawshank Redemption crawl through the sewer to figure out what to do and what not to do. And we still fucked up royally. I think like the final cut of the movie is probably like 10% of what we filmed. There's like 90% of what we filmed was on the cutting room floor. So you got kids, man. How many kids you got? I got four, four kids. You're prolific, man. Four, four. I think I'm shooting, I think I'm shooting blanks. No kids. I don't have any kids. You want kids? I don't know. It's a lot. It's a big responsibility. I love that you start off with such excitement. Ken, how many kids you got? I tell you. <laughs> wow. That's good, man. Uh, what about you? You got kids? No. That's a big no, conversation. No. I mean. It just, look, you, you just, you progressively I, got lower in energy and in warmth. Know. What about you? you, you what kids? I don't, come on, man. I don't know, man. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm shooting I might get snipped. I might get a vasectomy. Really? I'm thinking about it. You think I should get snipped? I'm, I just said I'm thinking about it, which is a lie. I'm about to. I'm like figuring out the timeline. You're getting snipped. Yes, I got too many. You're getting snipped. Yes. Get go for five. Cinco. No. No. Kevin Jr. on the way. Yes, I can't. There's no way. You got four daughters. I have four kids: two girls, two boys. Oh, you got the perfect. You got the perfect. I got the nice set up. I don't, a, I don't want to eyeball. I don't. Yeah, need, I don't yeah, want, yeah. Get snipped, it's, man. It's good. It's good. Are you afraid of the snipping? I don't care. I don't care. You're ready. You're ready. Yeah, just take, ready. just throw them in the trash. At this point, you can take my balls and throw them in the trash. I don't give a fuck. Get neutered. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I don't give a shit. Yeah, I may go to the vet. If the doc, if I can't get a doctor's appointment, I'm going to the vet. Doc, just take the balls off. Please. At this point, I don't give a fuck, doc. I really don't. I really don't. And then you just get to blast rounds, which is exciting. Well, I you mean, you know, bow, 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 bow. I've been with my wife for fucking 13 years, so that's, you know. Oh, you blasted. Yes, you yeah. blasted, but you get to blast in a club new up. way. We call it shooting the club up. You've been shooting the yeah, club up. Yeah, you get up to shoot the time. club up in a new, in a new way. In a way, uh, in, a, in a, you might be, you might have like tantric 13-hour orgasms after you get snipped. <laughs>
Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Here's the question for you, man. When you talk about your forefathers, right? Uh, talking about Sasha and, and just the work that he's done. Um, you know, you're, you're, of course, you're being very specific um, to the guys that have added to your creative. These guys have sparked, um, you know, a, a, another side of interest. But, you know, you double down on that by doing stand-up. Right, you double down that by staying true to the craft that got you in a position to do that. You stand up specials, you are on the road, a working comic. Um, is there a number behind specials? Is there is there a goal that you're trying to get to there? Or are you just having fun? I wanna I wanna retire from stand up. It's such a pain in the fucking ass and I have such insomnia. I I get so much adrenaline on stage that when I come home after doing stand-up now, I used to love it in my 20s. And I would pursue, because that's all I had access to. But my creativity just goes to television and film now. And I like my I sleep. So I'm kind of wiped out by it. And I want to leave it alone for a while until I'm excited to go back to it. Jeremiah Watkins has a great show at the Comedy Store. And I always see Joe Rogan there. It's an improvised comedy show. That's probably the only show I'll do. It's because it forces you to write from the stage. And that's where I come up with my best material. If I just write at home, mm -hmm. it's always like 30% of a joke. And I'll have to go on stage multiple times and pound it out and really figure out what's right or what's wrong with it. And then the joke, the, the hard, the biggest pain in the ass with stand-up is when you finally get a joke that finally works. And then it's just like, it's just like ephemeral fleeting thing that, that just, burns out in a blaze of glory and then five shows later you're like wait what part of the it's not working anymore why did did i move one sentence here and then and then you forgot to record it the one time it really worked so you don't know what exactly what ingredient you put in the pasta sauce and stand-up drives me fucking nuts but uh you don't look at it as an outlet no i do but i have the eric andre show and some other all my creativity is going to television and film. I mean, but as long as you found your place of happy and creative, that's the that's the want, right? Like if like you know whether it's stand up or television, film, whatever, it's the thing that gets you up in the morning that fucking makes you put your feet on the ground, tie them up, and grab some paper and like yeah. and do some shit. So whatever whatever is is incentivizing that muscle. Yeah. Um, you know, that's the thing. That's the that's the go to. I like the stand up side of it because of the live audience. Yeah. Right. Instant I, gratification. I like the, yeah, it's the the instant gratification. And I feel like for me, that propels or motivates the want to do the film and TV because I'm giving you something else. Right. Like here's the live side. But fuck, man, you guys love this. Well, wait till you see what I hit you up with next. Like, I feel like it's always a springboard or setup 
to the other things that I want to do. Right. It's also creative freedom. It's like your pure creative kernels where it's just you and your voice. It's just you and a microphone. So you have like full, you have carte blanche to just be yourself and, and tap right into the creative parts of your brain. I love it. I just have this weird love hate relationship with it where it can be like incredibly That's frustrating. Honest. You know. That's honest. Who'd you grow who'd you grow up on? Who are your influences? Stand up wise. <sighs> Um, I mean, you know, you, you have to say Eddie Murphy because it's the truth, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, like Flip Wilson? I didn't grow up on Flip Wilson. I mean, first of all, Eric, how old do you fucking think I am? Christ. What just, <laughs> just happened just now? It, I just made a turn. Oh, your mom's baby. Thinks I'm 68. That Domino. Who did like Kev? Who was it? Was uh, was it Flip Wilson? Oh, did we? Give me somebody else, Kev. Who? who, Robin Harris. Eric. What? Eric? Do you think I was a partner? Baby's kids, baby. I grew up on baby's kids. Baby's kids is good. I am. I am. I am one thousand percent. I am a. I'm an Eddie Murphy guy. I'm. I'm gonna throw a couple names at you that you don't hear about, but that really were. Like my fucking my go-to's. My mom loved comedy, but she don't she didn't like cursing. So my mom was a huge Sinbad fan. So Sinbad, yeah. like you know, I mean, I, Sinbad was the only specials that I was allowed to watch. The best McDonald's menu bit. Oh my god, I can I go down Sinbad. Listen, Sinbad does not get enough credit. That's true. When when that. it comes to stand-up comedy, um. Sinbad was never not great, not good. He was never not great. Sinbad's specials were specials. Sinbad's his 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 acting and 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 the the picture painting of family of yeah, no, him as a child. Like he he just doesn't get it. He doesn't get enough when it comes to flowers. Um, I'm gonna give you another name. Mexican legend. I'm gonna give you another name. Okay. Tommy fucking Davidson. Tommy Davidson's great. Tommy Davidson. Illin in Philadelphia. Now, these aren't my top, you know, these aren't my top five, but I'm saying when I was coming up, these were the people that was like, you know, it was like, okay, fuck. Underrated Tommy Davidson. That's a good choice. <sighs> you ever see Illin in Philly? I haven't seen Illin in Philly. Illin in Philly, I put that, I put Illin in Philly in my top five comedy specials of all time. Doesn't he have like a great pancake speech in I'm Gonna Get You, Sucker? He does. That? He does. <laughs> but you gotta, you gotta, Illin in Philadelphia, I don't know. Illin in Philadelphia. Here's a crazy thing. You're not gonna find it on any of these um any of the like uh platforms, any of the Netflix or the Hulu or Apple. I have a VHS tape. And that's the only like you'll see clips of it on YouTube. Like some people like uploaded clips. Andre, I'm telling you for a fact, Tommy Davison. Illinois and Philadelphia got on some mustard slacks and this crazy fucking colorful shirt. Uh, but he was like in his prom. It's when Tommy Davidson was fucking Tommy Davidson. Yeah. There was nobody, nobody like him, nobody close yeah. to him. It was just, it was fucking insane. Um, another one, I can go, oh shit, my, my producer just said it's on Pluto TV. If it's on Pluto TV, that's huge. Illinois and Philadelphia and Andre, I swear to God, if if I am lying, you have you have every right to see me and and point your finger dead in my face and go, you fucking liar. You wasted my time. Okay. If you lie, if you lie, you have to do the Eric Andre show. That's a deal. If you watch Illin in Philadelphia and you do not come back to me and go, Kevin, I had no idea. You are, you are on. And you won't listen. You won't be able okay, to lie. Perfect. You won't be able to, like, you're not going to be able okay. to. Um, Damon Wayans. Damon Wayans special. 
um, uh, where he was talking about his son masturbating, and when he found out, and he said his son would use any reason to go masturbate. So, you know, he said, like, you know, he'd be like, hey, come on, it's time to eat dinner. And he'd be like, oh, man, spaghetti again? I'll be right back. He said, like, every, he just had a bunch of excuses. So I forgot the name of the special. So in Living Color was your show. Fuck yeah. That's why I grew up on it. That was your shit. I grew up on it. J-Lo was a fly girl, you know that? Like she was a fly girl. I'm drinking protein. I'm doing pre-workout. I'm getting jacked. I'm going to look like you with your shirt off soon. You're going to look like me. I'm getting jacked. I'm doing a role I can't talk about. I'm doing pre-workout. I'm doing everything okay. before steroids. Pre-workout, okay. creatine, protein, weird okay. supplements from Russia that I got on the dark web. I'm getting jacked. I'm gonna look like I'm gonna look like a fucking Adonis. When do you start doing the role? I got six weeks to get jacked. That's actually not bad. I and mean, I got pickle tits and a jelly belly. I got a fucking. You're not gonna get jacked, but you can definitely have a significant change in six weeks. Let's go. What get, what gym are you at? Well, I'm, I don't think you can come to my gym because at my house, Eric. I don't. I don't uh, so what's your what's your address? Yeah, Eric. I'm not. I don't. I don't really. I don't want to. I don't want you blast to blast it out in case a fan wants to contact you. They can get your home address. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, Eric. I don't. I don't link up that. with you. I don't want that. That's what I'm saying. I'll be there five thirty in the morning tomorrow. Okay, Eric. At, yeah. Abs and arms. Eric, I don't, first of all, you don't work abs and arms. That's not how it goes. Good. Okay, who's training you? Let's just cut to the bottom. Let's get to the bottom of this. Who's, who? I'll tell you who's training me. Kevin fucking okay. Hart is training right. me. Tomorrow, Tomorrow at his house. Out. We're going to put the address <laughs> below, bottom of the screen. Put your cell phone number up yeah, so this people way, can follow this you. This way, Kevin, they stuck at the gate so they can call. Because that's what we need to make sure we get in the gate. It's going to be fucking amazing. Hop the gate. It's gonna be, hop the gate. It's going to be amazing. Put the trash bin in front of the gate. Hop over. That's the classic move. Who is Eric Andre's go-tos for comedy? Give me your, give me, give me some of your favorites right now. Give me three. Well, I want to say older people now, but I don't want you to roast me for for having old choices. I mean, obviously. How old, how old are you? I'm 38. Get the fuck out. You, you're talking as if you're 55. Well, I said Flip, Flip Wilson, and you've. I don't know how you, you said me. you said. Well, you said that I come up on Flip Wilson. Fuck no. I come, I come up, but you know Wilson. what I mean. Come no, around. I didn't. That's why I fucking said, how old do you think I am? <laughs> you acted as if I was in the comedy clubs with Flip Wilson. <laughs> Who'd you start with, Kev? You and Flip, you guys are in the circuit together, I'm right? thinking about, like, comedy albums that, like, blew my mind are, they're kind of older, like Richard Pryor, Bill Hicks, mm -hmm. uh, Red Fox, Joan Rivers, um... Don Rickles, because like you hear those albums, they're edgier than now. I mean, it's Absolutely. really hard to be edgy now, but like you hear that shit, you're like, how? it's like, because like illegal saying the shit they're saying on stage. And it's edgy. like mind-blowingly brave and incredible. So well, I mean, back then it wasn't about um, offending, you know, it yeah. was about, it was about being bold. It was about, um, it was about saying what you wanted to say and your reason behind it. Like you're talking about a lot of, comedians that had um you know very strong point of views right mm -hmm. very mm -hmm. very very that's the clean way to say it mm -hmm. very strong point of views and you know it was about the way you felt and what you didn't like i can't stand you know what i fucking hate and when they come it was that that was yeah. in the era of that underrated j anthony brown and earthquake i think are the funniest that's a probably the hardest i've laughed just pure Gut laughter, like lighting up every part of my brain, like couldn't stop laughing. I'm not, I'm, I'm going to show you how much of a student of comedy I am. Earthquake, I'll say on record, has never had a bad show. 
He's never had a bad show. I've never, I have never seen or heard of Earthquake not having an amazing He's show. I've, sure. I've also never not seen him destroy a room. I've also never not seen Earthquake develop new material. He's not a comedian that sits in the comfort of old material that he knows worked. Always revamping, always writing. Um, when you talk about J. Anthony Brown, J. Anthony Brown, J. Anthony Brown's a fucking monster. Has monster. been. Has been. I'll give you a funny uh, J. Anthony Brown story. So, um, you know, Steve Harvey show, there's a guy named Nephew Tommy. Uh, Nephew Tommy's a comedian as well. So Nephew Tommy, he uh, would go on the road with J. Anthony Brown. He would do these shows. So J. Anthony Brown, he said the funny thing about J. Anthony Brown, J. gets real nervous before these big shows, right? So Jay would be the host, and because he's so nervous, he would come out, and his, his impression of Jay Anthony Brown is so great. He's like, hey, man, I'm bringing you right up. I ain't fucking on, man. I'm going to do like three minutes, bring you up, man. Be fucking ready, man. I don't know what the fuck is going on, man. He said Jay Anthony Brown would get so nervous. He would be like in the parking lot, sprints, trying to like run off the nervous energy. So wow. He would always show up. He's so confident. He seems so calm once to get out there. He said, but to get him out there, he's so fucking riled up with the fuck, man. I got a shit. He's like, he's like, I got my fucking stomach, man. I'm gonna bring you right up. Get ready, man. And then he gets out there and he ends up doing like 35 minutes of some of the best material you've ever seen. And he brings you up. You're like, what happened? I thought you'd bring me right up. Yeah, I don't know what happened to the time, man. I just fucking it just kept fucking going. But he's a he is a pioneer. Uh, he's another one that deserves his flowers. Like, so this is like you're, you're, you, you bringing these individuals up. I mean, this is why I do what I'm doing now. Like, you see the the joy and fun that we have in that way. Yeah, that woke you up. Job. That was like a shot of espresso. You were pissed at your dog and your wife at the top of the podcast. It was it's awkward. Just, now you're, just now no you're out of your shell. Yeah, it's just because they have no respect. <laughs> they have no fucking respect for my goddamn, for my, for my home, my office. They just don't give a fuck, man. My wife, I've never seen a person not care more about what I do for a living. Like, Eric, you she know what I'm saying? She doesn't give a fuck about she you. She's, like, she's hanging with the kids. You're no, like, she you're don't just, give a fuck. I can't. You're just like furniture that moves around. Before I walked into the office, I said, babe, I'm about to get on my podcast. So, you know, just I'm going to close the door. I just told her that. So as soon as I come in here, I'm setting it up. She comes in with the dog in hand and my daughter behind her. I'm like, what? what the fuck? I don't understand what's happening. I just said I'm going in here and closing the door. You were kept... just like furniture yeah. that moves to different rooms. Yes. They're all they don't care about it, you. They're it is like, it is what it is. It pay is for the mortgage and just move out of our way. Uh do you have a, a woman in your life? I just went through a breakup. Just went I'm, through a breakup. I'm, I'm pretty upset that you're bringing it up. Okay. Uh how long are you guys together? It's pretty triggering. Look at that. Look look how good I read the room. How long are you guys together? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it was uh, it was a year and a half. Okay, that's not that's not too bad. I'm sorry to hear that. Year though. and a half, yeah, man. That's the way love goes. Sounds like some good material coming or a good prank coming. Is this a prank? Is this a bit? Are you doing a bit on her? Are you doing a no, bit? A break, I'm, not, a bit? Uh, I'm doing a uh, yeah, not really a bit. <laughs> no, Kevin. Bit. A sad, Kevin, no, permanent bit on her. Yeah, Kevin, this wouldn't be a bit, Kevin. <laughs> um, let's talk about success. You know, you're having it now. Like you said, there's so many different things that you're doing. Uh, you're a multi-project guy. Of course, uh, 
when you do multiple projects, well, you have the opportunity to make different versions of money. Um, what is Eric Andre's splurge on? Do you have any guilty pleasures? Where's the money go? Just booze and drugs. The classic. Yeah, the normal. The norms. The norm. Yeah, the norms. Nothing. I'm nothing higher crazy. than Georgia Pine. You smoke weed? Uh, I do, but I don't. I am a. You do, you do acid? No, no, Eric. I don't do. Never drugs. have. I really don't do drugs. I'll be honest with you. You got to do acid one time. I wouldn't do it. And open up the dormant parts of your mind. You might benefit from a psychedelic experience. I would never do. I would never do a drug because of the word that you just used, dormant. <laughs> there's, there's no reason. What about mushrooms? No, no. Just a little bit. No, for what? Why? Why oh, do I, I need to uh, open? They up? grow. Na- they grow naturally out of the ground. God oh, wants you like to eat stories. those mushrooms. Every time I hear a story about it, somebody's talking about a wall breathing. Somebody's talking no. about. Somebody's talking about the floor moving, or they can't stop laughing, and they don't know they're laughing at. I just say I don't like the stories. I like stories. And then, you know, I don't, and acid, when I hear people, I was tripping. Like, well, that's not good. That that don't sound good. No, it is. You're missing that out. That doesn't sound good. I think you would benefit from one psychedelic experience in your life. Really? Just one. Once again. And you don't have to do a once lot. Again, another word, a another bit. word that you used that didn't act as a um, intriguing, intriguing factor here. <laughs> you said psychedelic. Uh, no. uh, only person I've ever heard use that was uh is his name what's his name george funk what's his name the the george clinton george clinton there you go <laughs> make great music no great music uh but did you ever see george clinton in the interview uh uh-uh. uh you should watch one watch one <laughs> tell me what you think <laughs> i love it he's <laughs> he's my biggest comedy influence <laughs> yeah, tell me just watch a george clinton interview <laughs> tell, me what you, tell me what you think there's t- there's a couple interviews that I can tell you to watch if you want a good laugh. George Clinton is one of them, and there's one of James Brown when he got out of jail, and oh, yeah. he went straight to CNN. He was high as a kite. Oh, that's the best. Alone from night to night, yeah. you find me. Yes. Jam. Yeah, we're going to Brazil. We're going to Brazil. San Pablo. San Pablo. Pablo. I make uh, love good. Yeah. I smell good. I, smell I just good. got here. <laughs> John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. The Daily Show podcast has everything you need to stay on top of today's news and pop culture. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition, wherever you get your podcasts. Are there any dreams or wants um, that you've yet to do? Um, You know, are you a guy that's like, oh, my God, like, I can't wait till I have the opportunity to do this and do that. Like, are there certain boxes that you're still looking to check that you haven't checked that you're working to check buddy cop movie featuring kevin hart and eric andre hello okay, light skin dark skin combo kid and play there it is styles but for a buddy cop screen. movie come on man or at least a jumanji 4 cameo come on kev okay i'm on basic cable man you gotta pluck some strings for me man i'm just trying to eat your little breadcrumbs i'm the dog under the table i'm just eating your crumbs kev i'm on basic cable you're not it's basic cable that doesn't exist cables pull cable, a know. string Every, for me kev get me in that jumanji what franchise what do you mean pull a string for you you're on fucking hbo too you're, yeah, you're on righteous blah, blah blah 
No, you don't. Righteous Gems is a great fucking show. What do you mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. But come on, man. I need that. <laughs> but come on. Why don't we do a second soul plane? Go back to your roots. Well, Eric, no, I don't, I don't think that's going backwards. I don't think I can do that at this point. I think that's. That movie's a classic. It is a classic. But that's, that's what I'm saying. A, that's your, you got to go back to the roots. No, but you also have to leave that alone, Eric. I can't. Like, that's not what you go and And then you again. pick it back up okay. 15 years later. Okay, Eric. With your boy, Eric Andre. He's, okay, maybe, you know, we'll put a pin in it. How about that? How about we just. Put a big pin in it. Okay. All right. I'll, okay. All right. We'll do. Eric, we'll just uh... combine Jumanji Soul Plane crossover. It's a fucking two hundred million dollar idea I just gave you. You're welcome. Well, at you know least three hundred. I'm starting to see the fucking genius behind you, man. I mean, the way that you come up with these ideas so fast. I'm just gonna ask a question. Just give me a straight answer. Are you on acid now? Is this the drug? <laughs> I is wish. This, is this... I wish. <laughs> Is this the drug? Is this is this what it does? Uh, <laughs> this is, I, this I is love me it. Sober. The scary thing this is me completely sober. Maybe like a cup of coffee. I love it. Comedy peers, who are yours? Oh, probably all your friends, Tiffany Haddish. Yeah, I mean, we're this almost the same age. Like, name our name name our friend. There's only like ten comedians, right? Oh, I got a story. Okay, I'm listening. By the way, you just said we probably got all the same friends and you named one person. I just want to let you yeah, know. That's that. it. I, I only have one. I only have one Go friend. ahead. I just wanted to make sure you were aware. I just want to make sure you were aware. Go ahead. Give me a story. Um, I did stand up for diversity, which is a competition to get brown people. Oh, I know what that is. Uh-huh. And I was like 23 years old and I was in LA for the first time. I did stand up at the improv on Melrose. And I'm screaming, okay. I'm sweating, I'm, I look like insane on stage. I look like Martin Lawrence on PCP in the middle of fucking La Tienica. <laughs> okay. And I'm screaming, ah! And I look out into the crowd, and you're like, not front row, but you're like right there. And it was before you were like famous, famous. And you were just looking up at me with terror in your face. You were just like, <laughs> <laughs> like you were in a trance watching my stand up like oh, like you saw the devil like you were looking the devil in his eyes <laughs> uh, and i got off stage and i remember i was like i think i freaked out kevin hart so that was like that was my takeaway from my you know, first my first industry showcase i remember i remember for a fact it was it was more about you were your your energy because you came out and and I remember it was like you don't remember you remember this night? No, I'm dead ass. I'm dead ass. Really? Yeah, you, well, you don't you don't forget an Eric Andre performance. You just well, don't. I'm flattered, but so, I'm shocked that you remember. I remember you. It, there was so much energy when it was like, what the fuck is going? Like you were. It was like <laughs> it was that right? And I was like, oh shit! Like it was like it grabs your attention. And, and you know, you, you, it was a shock factor, but then, then the material, you went into it. But I remember what you're talking about because when you came out, it was like, oh, fuck. Oh, this is it. This is, this is happening right now. And I'd heard about you. I heard about your act. So I wanted to really? see. Yeah, this is what oh, I'm, I'm telling you. I am a fucking comics comic, man. I know I'm flattered. I'm very flattered. I'm a comics fucking comic. Um, you know, when you talk about these specials and shit like that, like it's, I love it. I fucking love it, man. And I almost hit your car on the way okay. out of the improv one time. Or you had like a party bus or something. And I almost sounds about right. And I almost hit it and I ended up to 
um, not hit your car, I ended up hitting, I'm not making a joke, Chris D'Elia's car. And I had to pay him 4,000 bucks. Much to- better, much better car to hit. By the way. <laughs> much better car. So you're, leave, so you're welcome. Yeah, leave, my, leave my odds alone. I think, uh, I think hitting Chris's is, uh, is a much better, much better car to fucking hit. Thank it was, you. Yeah, it was, a big, it was a big decision to Thank make. You. I made Thank you yeah, so no much for that, please. Uh, you know, when you, I remember, you know, we were, we, these were the festivals, of course, um, when I saw you perform. I, I, I want to say, I think I saw you in Montreal. Mm. I want to say I think I saw you in Montreal as well. Mm-hmm. I think you performed twice. Really? I want to say I'm yeah, shocked. Shocked and I'm flattered. I'm, hum- I'm humbled. I want to say, I want to say Montreal. I want to. Yeah, um, I've been. I, I, I did a. I did a few Montreal festivals. You know, Lil Rel. Lil Rel is a good friend of mine, but also like I'm a fan of his as well. Uh, I did Lil Rel special. Like I think Lil Rel is one of the funniest motherfuckers alive. Man, his bit about doing a vision board with his homeboys when he's going through a breakup on the special <laughs> you produced for him, I was fucking dying. And he's like crying, putting the vision board together. <laughs> Holy shit! He's a rare breed, man. He's got such an old soul, uh, and in stand up comedy, like he has this this thing that's kind of been forgotten. Yeah, you know what I mean, like his. His approach to to the craft is is dope, but it's like it's unique. It's specific to him. It can't be duplicated. You know, it's it's, it's reminiscence of Bernie, but not Bernie. It's yeah. it's he's so he's so good to me. I love him. Love him to death. You, when you say happy. Bernie, you mean Bernie Sanders? I'm assuming. No, um, Eric. I don't think I don't think Bernie Sanders does does stand up comedy. I was talking about Bernie Mac. But if he did, it'd be much like Rel's point of view. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Done. Eric, you don't have to drink all this healthy stuff because you're on the podcast with me. You, you just did a protein I'm doing shake. And a now gallon of water a day. I'm doing protein. I don't know if I believe it. I, like this is stuff that you're you're clearly putting it in the frame for me to see, and you don't have to do that. Yeah, like this is not blurred out. I just don't want you to think like you know I'm 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 gonna walk away from this like wow that guy really is healthy. How much you bench, Eric? I don't understand what this is. How much you throwing up? I don't I don't know two eighty five. On a on a good day, I guess. Take your shirt off. Let's see what's let's see what you're working with. No, I'm not I'm not doing that. I'm not taking my my shirt off. What's your body fat percentage at? Uh, I don't know. Probably you under ten. No, I'm probably I'm I'm out of shape a little now. I'm probably at 12, 13. Let's get it down. Wait, what? <laughs> I'm talking salmon, egg whites, <laughs> the other thing. <laughs> I'm getting fucking rich. I love it. I hope you do. I hope you do. I hope you do. You got to give me, should I start doing uh, testosterone? Should I get the shots? For what? Why do you need to go that route? Why, why I want to get, wanna... I want to beat, beat up Kumail. Wait a second. What just happened? Yeah, he's, he's one of my good friends and I still want to, I want to kick his ass. I don't like he got all muscular on me. Yeah. I don't, I don't think you need to do that. By the way, he got big as shit. I don't like that. I don't like it. He got big. It's bothering no, me. But he got big as, he got Biggest shit. Well, that's like, upsetting. I'm gonna fucking. I'll whoop his ass. Let's do a. I should do a celebrity uh, death match. I don't really think that's necessary. I don't. I don't even think those things are happening like that. You know I'll, what I mean? I'll I will. I will murder Kumail on live television. You referee, and we make a hundred thousand dollars. Okay. Um. Yeah. We'll we'll figure it out. We don't. We maybe we don't have to. You do. You do see like. 
you know, I, you strike me as a guy. Would you get in the ring? Would you fight somebody? Would you box somebody? I'm a lover, not a fighter, man. I don't want somebody's hitting my face. You wouldn't do it. I'm doing the best I can with this face. I don't need somebody to rearrange it all over the place. You know, you what say I mean? no, no, no. Are you I a fan of like? You really gotta be like your stepdad. Really had to kick your ass in a particular way when you were seven to have that like level of anger of a fighter with a cauliflower ear and so you wouldn't do that yeah no nah, i don't know i got too many hugs as a kid i'm here for it no, uh, I, think, yeah, I, I just asked because you know like i said the 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 heart that it takes to do some of the things that that you have done i mean it's a it's a lot like you've you've shown that all right i'm not afraid i'm not scared i'm gonna go for it and i think that's a that's a fucking lot man it's a lot i would say the difference though is I'm not really out to hurt anybody. Okay. When I'm pranking people, I'm doing it with love. And at the end of the day, I want them to laugh and I want the audience to laugh. So Makes sense. I, I think that's different. You ever get in a fight? Uh, of course. You're of from course. Philly, man. You got Fucking brawls nuts. growing up. Nuts, 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 nuts. Like stupid. I'm stupid. Like what? Like, like, like you ever get jumped? Uh, no, but you know, there was a, there was a time, you know what I mean? There was a time where I was where I was doing the dumb shit, where I was all about the fucking, you know, I had a little temper. There was a time where I was really? yeah, when younger me, younger me had a temper. The dark ages. Yes. So you were like in high school, you were just throwing haymakers in the fucking lunchroom. No, I was the I was the guy, the lovable guy, the nice guy, but I wasn't afraid to like stand up for myself or so if you were getting picked on you would just like go from zero yeah i just don't i don't i don't do well with like bullshit or like disrespect like because i'm such a nice guy so i don't like it when people try to take advantage of that or you know so you would mean? snap yeah yeah but not not anymore i'm much better now you're zen i'm cool as shit you're cool dad cool your cool dad at the barbecue on the grill I'm the best fucking dad you drink rum and cokes what's your drink I'm drinking no fucking rum and cokes. Why are your questions so specific, Eric? They're so specific. What's your vice, man? Give me the dark. Yeah, yeah, Kevin. You die. You like sparkling water? What does that even mean, Eric? I don't know what that means. You seem like a what? You like wine or what? I'm a wine guy. Yeah, I'm a wine guy for sure. Wine. What about you? I like some wine. You? I like rum and coke, but not since you made fun of my drink of choice. Now I now I don't feel like I'm in a safe space. You don't you don't you don't feel like you can open up the same thing. I, I feel I don't feel like I can open up. I feel closed off. Have you ever been to Camden, New Jersey? I have been to Camden, New Jersey. Then you know what the fuck I'm talking about, homeboy. I, Look at this. I built I built a bar in my in my living room. Jesus Christ, that? that actually is a you have a full functioning real bar. Yeah. No, that's yeah, a yeah. real. You have everything there. Yeah. Oh so God, you drink Bacardi still? You still drink Bacardi? No, that's like if I have a party over and I'm making a punch. Okay, all right. That's not my go-to. That's just like you do. You do punch. strike me as a very fun guy. I'll, I'll say that before okay. before we get ready to wrap up, man. You are you, you come off very personable. Uh, I can already. Where, tell where's Jumanji at? Universal. Jumanji is Universal. Me and you are going into Universal. No, don't say. Don't. I know what you're about to say. We're not pitching. Jumanji four, like or we're not doing Jumanji four. We're not doing Soul Plane two. We're doing forty eight hours. Okay, all right. You're Nick Nolte. I'm Eddie Murphy. No, that's, okay. First of all, I... it's a no fucking brainer. 
Dude, do you know how much in cryptocurrency we'll make at the fucking right. market? Now you're trying to give me payment crypto. This is just, I no, no. Future, man. Fucking future. I'm trying to help you, Kev. I got, I got. Dude, there's a lot of resistance here, man. I, I think you question. need to get snipped and, and come, come back in your fucking right mind. I got a question because you're too, this, this, this interview is too easy because of how fucking personable and fun and how much you can live in the bit. It's too easy. Like I, I conversation is too free. Why don't you have a party this weekend? Why don't we, why don't we, I'm not, I'm not throwing house. a fucking party and I don't want Get to a babysitter and have a party this I'm weekend. 42. I'm not doing a party, Eric. Happy birthday, man. No. <laughs> I'm fucking proud of you, man. You got to loosen up. Those kids, you're, you're all sleep deprived because you got 20 kids. Yeah, Get a babysitter. You're fucked up, Kev. You got to... send, the, send the wife to San Diego. Get an Airbnb <laughs> for her. And then you got a party this weekend. Let's fucking have a good time, man. Give me your. I got to see the house. What's the house like? You got a big house. I'm not showing you my house. How many bedrooms? I'm not telling you, Eric. How many square, what's the square footage? I'm not fucking telling you, man. How much do you have liquid in your bank account right what, now? What, what, what is happening, man? Are you wearing a wire? What's the happening? People want to fucking know about these things, Kevin. No, they don't. The people have never asked me this. You're the first person to ask me any of these you things. You need me in your entourage, man. I could turn your whole, I'll be your spiritual advisor. I'll you fucking can, you can get it done. double your bank account. The Eric Andre show. I have to ask you. <laughs> I have Your to, one sincere moment I ruined with shit. I have to know what are you talking about? That you, were about to, you were about to be like, you're such a personable guy. I'm happy for and I just fucking stampeded over. But you everything. did it because wait do you hear nice. the question? Where do you hear the question? Okay. The Eric Andre show. My question to you is can you say like the guest that you really like felt like you had to work, right? Like cause it's fun. You 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 get the laughs, it's 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 asking questions and you know you you know how to do what you do have you run into that to that doorstop that that person where it's just like what the fuck man well there's good what the fuck and there's bad what the fuck i mean ti did not like me after the interview well you pulled your dick out i remember that yeah you pulled your dick out yeah. on the interview yeah yeah, yeah that's uh i mean i don't know if i could just say was that smart yeah, he didn't, he didn't. He didn't appreciate that humor. Cause you had you had it like in the desk, right? Then you have you had it like I had it. Yeah, it was a dildo in the desk. It was a big rubber dildo that busted out of the desk, and I it was like yes. I jerked it off, and I went make eye contact with me. Yes, and yes. <laughs> not his sense yes. of humor, not his cup yeah. of tea. So. Yes, that. But that's but that's off of like a that's off of an awkward like fucking moment where you were trying to see the reaction okay we get that one i'm saying has there just ever been just a dud of a person that you had to talk to yeah yeah no it, it, uh there are people that are kind of unprankable like i interviewed dennis rodman was tough because he's so crazy anything nice. i threw at him he was just like eh, like i was just like having a fun time at a party like anything i threw at him guaranteed he's seen 10 times the crazy on like a he did cold as balls he did cold as balls with me and dennis rodman uh while we're doing it dennis rodman starts to tell me a story about how he broke his dick <laughs> yeah, yeah he broke it three i times. said what <laughs> yes he said yeah i broke my dick so we mean you broke your dick dennis i broke my dick fucking i was uh he said i was trying to 
I don't know. I was fucked up. I was high. We just had these fucking parties, man. And I, you know, I, was, I was fucking. My girl was laying on the bed. Her legs was open. And I was like, I wonder if I can fucking run over there and jump. Oh. Have my have my dick go in. You know when I land, if I fucking do it right, my dick can go in. And she was like, All right, let's try it. I fucking, I fucking tried it. My dick just did. My dick fucking bent the other. Oh, I didn't know it was yeah. like that. Yes, Try to make sure that everybody uh, that works at my house comes over during all my That's good. Doing a podcast. That's good. That's good, by the way. Lawnmower down there. Yes, this is, yes. That's good. What are you talking about? Just uh, somebody's fucking fixing the ceiling fan. I hear the, yeah. the dryer, dishwasher. Roofers. <laughs> they all converge when the podcast everything. is rolling. That's a fucking horrendous. I didn't know that that was how he broke his dick that is- no he broke his dick he broke his dick trying to do a stunt while fucking very true i'm gonna say this about dennis rodman he's nuts we all know he's nuts and he wanted to he's a guy that wanted to be famous rebound champion one of the best rebounders of all time one of the best basketball players of all time hall of famer a guy who did the work that people didn't realize was important uh and then talking to him you know what you realize it's not that he's nuts he's just a person that's okay with being himself and he has a high level of fuck it like some people some people have a high level of fuck it and that gets misconstrued for being nuts yeah i agree with that and you know what he was ahead of his time because if he was out now oh my god he, was, he would he, just look like another soundcloud rapper he's he looks the, like 10 he's at the forefront of what's going on right now yeah right? he really is right he would he would easily be that easily if he came out now he would easily be on tour with tyler the creator yeah. <laughs> that's i mean you're not far off you're not far <laughs> off at all um, Eric, I gotta honestly say, man, this was this was not just fun; it was funny, right? Like Thanks, you know, um, on a lot of these, they get kind of serious, and you know, sometimes I get the uh, the comedians open up and just talk about like the shit that the that the audience of the world may not know, and it gets a little dark from time to time. Yeah. But this was just this was just fun. Comedy comedians are dark. Comedians can get dark, and they they. There's this like new wave of like serial comedy that I don't totally mm-hmm. get. Like like comedians trying to be deep or brooding and it's like I don't need that from mm. you. Like let's like let's leave that to I don't mm. know, Johnny Depp or somebody. Like I need like it's more impressive if you can make me mm. laugh from top to bottom of your mm-hmm. set or your show or so I want to I, uh, I appreciate that. I appreciate you and I appreciate that. Dude, this was fucking not just funny. It was fun. Uh, and I hope my my audience, my listeners, um, not not only take away the uh the 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 funny that you presented today, but the creative behind it, man. You're looking at a guy who honestly is in a lane of his own right now. And you know, I love that you pay homage to the guys that have helped you um, develop and, and understand the world that you're playing in. And, you know, I hope that you continue to take advantage of doing it in a way that you are, right? Like, not just on your show, but in the movies and stuff that you're creating. Like, you have a great opportunity to to keep that going and put about fucking five to seven of those under your belt that is so true and so specific to you. I'm a fan of it. Thanks, I'm a fan Jeff. of the fucking craft, and I'm a fan of the creative, man, and I mean that. I wouldn't just say it um, if I didn't mean it and if I didn't know it. So in having these conversations, I pride myself on having a high level of awareness here. And, you know, I've been aware of you and just what you've been doing for a long time. So congrats. 
keep it going. This is my way of giving you your flowers and uh, just continue to fucking create new waves for this younger generation to go and follow behind. Thanks, man. That was that was like that was spiritual. Thank you. I appreciate that. Good at what I do. Amen. My guy. Uh, much appreciated. This is Comedy Gold Mines, and I don't have to tell you what we do because you know, get inside the minds of amazing comedians and oh my God, what an amazing mind this was. Once again, Eric Andre. Thanks, man. Appreciate you, buddy. Take it easy, chat. Comedy Gold Mines is a serious XM and LOL audio production. Executive produced by Kevin Hart, Ty Randolph, and Eric Weil. With Tastemakers Media, Emil Garner, and Ian McDonald. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. The Daily Show podcast has everything you need to stay on top of today's news and pop culture. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition, wherever you get your podcasts. Did you guys hear about that couple that went on vacation and one spouse murdered the other? In fact, the entire vacation was planned just so that they could make the murder look like an accident. Ah, so like a slaycation. Oh boy, sounds like a fun new true crime podcast to me. On every episode of Slaycation, we'll examine true cases of people who were killed while on vacation. Was it murder? (coughs) Or just a horrible accident? (coughs) That's up to you and the law to decide. But either way, if you leave for your vacation in the plane and come home under the plane, you've definitely gone on a Slaycation. Join us every week for a fascinating new episode. 911, what's your emergency? But make sure to pack your body bags, because getting away can be murder. This is Slaycation. Slaycation.